I'm, I'm your guy. That thing is just there for the intro, right? Yeah, it's just there you. for the intro, and then we just talk. Okay. Right? You'll never have the sacred stone. Oh, this you crazy mother. Hey everybody, I'm Zach Woods. On the next episode of Dig In, we have Javier Zacatelco from Las Loteria in Carroll Gardens in beautiful Brooklyn, New York. Um, Javier, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, who you are, uh, the restaurant that you're representing, and what type of cuisine you guys have on file. Sure. Well, um, we are at Las Loteria. We serve uh, Mexican food with the uh, vision of uh, Chef Hugo Orozco uh, that has a very big, broad uh, vision. Um, and I come from a background of about 16 years now in the hospitality industry. Incredible. And it has been uh, a good run for me. Uh, hopefully, have ex uh, for everyone that comes in experience at Las Loteria. Um, interesting name, Las Loteria, yes. right? I think anyone that speaks Spanglish yeah. would, of course, get it immediately. Absolutely. Uh, yes. the, the people that speak English know slow. The people yeah. that know Spanish know teria. Yes. So tell me a little bit about this uh, amalgamation yes. of names. So uh, the, the slow uh, part comes in uh, with uh, the slow food movement, uh, something that Chef Hugo Orozco definitely uh, feels close to, uh, I feel close to, uh, and that's part of the name. Uh, he's had it since uh, he was back in Tulum, and he stuck to it. Uh, uh, the T-E-R-I-A mm -hmm. uh, represents the uh, Mexican card game Loteria, which is uh, essentially uh, Mexican bingo. Okay, so, so hopefully the cuisine here is not luck of the draw. That is correct, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. It definitely sticks, uh, it goes straight forward to what the names of the, uh, if you see all the dishes, all the dishes have uh, a representation of each card. Ah, yes. okay, cool. Yes. So, so I guess the real question is, can someone come in and win bingo? Uh, they, they could if they order all the items, yes. <laughs> yeah, but Why not? <laughs> is there a frequent flyer card that I, you didn't tell me about when I first came? Uh, not yet, but you'll, you'll get there. So I, I'm coming up with ideas <laughs> Yes, now. absolutely. Okay, yeah. that's good. So, so we kicked the show off. Okay. with something called Open for Business. Yes. Um, I think as part of the, the Dig In series, what we want to understand is, talk, talk to me a little bit about the first time you opened this building, customers came in. Uh, give me a reflection of what that felt like. The moment when people came in, they said, we want to feel Chef Hugo's vision, we yep. want to see it, uh, and we want to have it served to us by Javier. Talk to yes. me about that feeling. Uh, that feeling was, uh, an, an incredible feeling, uh, things that I can't describe. Um, being in the industry for, uh, for a few years now, it definitely gives me that uh, focus of, of things that can, that can come together when opening a place. Um, there were so many emotions, uh, so many things that we were uh, looking to do, and you know, uh, things that you want to always uh, give his gratitude. I think that gratitude uh, with the uh, the people that were very very excited to be in in the in the restaurant was uh, amazing. Uh, Chef Hugo Rosco's food has been appreciated in Carroll Gardens for a while now. And he was forgive me for interrupting, but he was previously here, right? Correct. Okay. He ran the place for five years uh, or so. Uh, we 
had to do a little bit of renovations. We closed the business for seven months, reopened uh, with... Same location. Yeah, same location. Okay. Uh, I partnered up with him. Uh, the, the, the conjunction came together uh, to do it with him. And I, I can't ask for any uh, a better partner than, than Chef Hugo. Um, and the emotions were just incredible. Uh, the, the love from the, from the community was... Uh, don't want to say overwhelming, but it was definitely <laughs> so so much love that I uh, right. I was just kind of in in shock, but also in in the in the way of understanding how close and how connected you can get to the community. Oh, uh, absolutely, yes. absolutely. I, I'm trying to think of a word for not overwhelming, not underwhelming. Right. I well maybe whelming. Whelming. Yes. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's just it was whelming. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, maybe we asterisk this, but I have to, I have to think of a word. Um, so talking a little bit about the kitchen, um, fresh from the oven, we like to understand, and, and I know that uh, you actually don't cook so many things in an oven here. Right. Um, some things do come out of an oven, so it's a bit yep. of a misnomer in the show. Okay. Uh, the, the time I spent with you guys uh, about a week ago doing some photo shoots, I saw that a lot of stuff is being cooked stovetop, yep. uh, fresh, Stovetop, basically eighty-five percent of the cuisine. Yes. Tell me, tell me, a dish that's that's really flying off the shelves right now, or coming out of the cuisine, coming out of the kitchen all the time. People are just gobbling it up. Um, well, I, I would say the uh, steak taco is one of the the, the main things uh, that definitely goes out with you know uh, without question. Um, the seafood ceviche that we've oh, been this doing is fantastic. Uh, since the beginning and uh, since uh, Chef Hugo had it back in, uh, in Tulum. Wait, what's, the, uh, what's your fish on the ceviche? Uh, it's pollock. Okay. Yes. Pollock, so we nice do, uh, meaty white. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's a nice and uh, uh, it's very tender. Uh, we also have, it, it comes with uh, shrimp uh, and um, rings of squid. Oh, we wow. put some pico de gallo, we let it marinate for about a good 10 minutes, uh, let it uh, cure, and then you know, we, we do everything fresh. Uh, we try to be as, uh, or, uh, not original, but as uh, authentic. authentic to taking all of the ingredients that come from Mother Earth to use them uh, for our consumption. And you know, coming back from, from a small town where everything that you grow uh, is eaten by the people from the town mm -hmm. and that definitely that connection definitely gets me a little bit uh, closer to to the roots uh, coming to New York a little bit of a different attitude uh, toward yes, consumption exactly right? uh, it was a it was a sort of a shock because I was not aware of uh, ready-made tortillas <laughs> and, and, and I could say that's that's something that is definitely fresh from the oven absolutely here is la solteria yes. I mean Every tortilla, hand the masas being taken apart, hand pressed, yes. uh, and you guys also do something pretty unique with the tortillas that I, I truthfully don't know if I've ever seen before. Yeah, um, tell me a little bit about this yin and yang tortilla that you have going on. Uh, yes, so uh, Chef Hugo again, um, we uh, we try to be not original but different. We love we love our tortillas. We like to have all the ingredients that everyone would have on a normal basis, but with a touch of creativity. Traditional so, with the twist. Correct. Uh, so that creativity, um, when we wanted to make tortillas, we didn't want to just make tortillas. We wanted to make 
uh, sort of an art form with tortillas. So we have, uh, we incorporated blue uh, corn uh, masa mm -hmm. and the white corn masa. And we have on the, on the pan, we have half a blue, half a white scoop, uh, each, each one, and then try to, uh, you know, you can't, you can't create exactly the same thing and yep. you never can. Um, but that's something that we want to always have is a blue and, ye and yellow um, uh, color in the, uh, in, the in the tortilla. We finish it off with a touch of sesame seeds. Okay, in, in the masa? No. Uh, so once we press the tortilla, we okay. put it on the uh, flat top. Mm -hmm. We sprinkle it with some uh, sesame seeds. Flip ah, it over. So it's still a little bit soft and it can absorb the okay. Exactly. Got you. And so then when, when you have that, uh, it, the tortilla itself, you can have it on its own, which uh, you, you are able to with uh, one of another, uh, another one of our dishes. Uh, is uh, just smothering butter onto it and eating it. Oh yeah, and trust me, my girlfriend, my girlfriend tried this technique. And, yeah. and they're not shy with the butter, actually, at La Solteria. I mean, you guys bring it out with, yeah. there, there's a salsa trio dish that you can have as an appetizer, which, right. oh my gosh, the sauce's all super fresh. I mean, muy autentico. Si. And then, uh, but you also have some really fresh mantequilla or, or butter course. there yes. on the side. Uh, something that even having lived in Mexico myself, yeah. I, I never experienced this. Okay. I never experienced awesome. this, so it was cool. Yeah, it's uh, bringing uh, a, a sort of Mexico to New York or Brooklyn in this case. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was an incredible uh, thing for us to do here in, in New York is uh, to represent uh, Mexico with, a, uh, with another vision of, of Mexican. And, and, and certainly not a, a static part of our show, but uh, given that I, I think your roots from Mexico are so strong, and I know that uh, Chef Hugo also has uh, roots from a very different place in Mexico. Um, give me just a, a, a quick line about where you're from, uh, what part of Mexico, yeah. um, what part of Mexico Chef Hugo is from, yeah. and maybe one fun fact about how those regions most differ, recognizing that there could be 50 differences. Yeah. Um, one major difference you see expressed through the food here at yeah. La Soteria. Um, well, it's, uh, I come from a town uh, called uh, Cuanala, San Mateo Cuanala, uh, which is located in Cholula, in Puebla. Um, and in Puebla, we are known for uh, our uh, mole, which is the mole poblano. Uh, another of the staples would be the uh, either a chile en nogada oh, um, yes. and semitas, uh, which, you know, one day maybe we'll have semitas here. Maybe for lunch, I, uh, I would, would be... I would, I would like to vote for uh, for that if possible. Yes. Um, so those are, uh, you know, uh, again, growing up with uh, the food that uh, that we harvest, we eat. There's uh, that's that's my connection to to food and 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 the region that I come from. Everything that you grow, you eat. So so Chef Hugo moved to uh, Guadalajara. He lived there for a few years. Um, he started something that he wanted to do with a very artisanal, um, sort of very uh, connected to, the, to Mother Earth. Um, he started doing uh, pulque, which is a uh, in very, very traditional uh, I know pulque, drink. actually. Yes, <laughs> yeah, many flavors that can be made with. Absolutely, is, is similar to mezcal in a certain way. It's actually a predecessor to mezcal in the fermenting process, a fermentation, right? Uh, yes, there's so many things. Uh, there's different variations, obviously. Um, but yes, uh, pulque was one of the things that he wanted to sort of uh, bring to, to his guests in his sort of uh, makeup uh, 
restaurant that he wanted to start in, okay. in Guadalajara. Then, you know, he moved over to uh, Tulum in, uh, in uh, the Riviera Maya. Okay. And uh, that's where he started to discover a little bit more of, of the cuisine of, uh, of Mexico. And he started to integrate more of that. And then it's kind of just evolved from yes. there. And yeah. uh, so transitioning a little bit, and I, I know that this is going to be mouthwatering for the people listening. Um, if we talk about off-menu things yes. that are going on here at Las Loteria, I, I had the great fortune to come in, uh, as I referenced, a few days back and try a couple of things that the guests will be able to see or the visitors yes. will be able to see on the website with the imagery. Um, right. Talk to me about something that people won't find on the menu yes. that you guys are cooking up uh, inside of Las Loterias. Um, well, uh, the one thing that we definitely have and I think uh, close to home would be the uh, adult taco. Uh, we have the uh, duck breast taco. Um, it's a taco that we put the mole as the sauce on the bottom. Absolutely. Right after the tortilla. Uh, it uh, comes with, again, using the, uh, the, the ingredients of the mole that, that go in there. We roast some of the, uh, the nuts, some uh, dried um, fruits, and then uh, we put them on top. That will, it will give you enough crunch and uh, different textures. And then we finish it off with some uh, pickled onions that we obviously cured here. Um, and that gives that, that it's an, uh, the combination of all those ingredients, uh, the texture, the flavor, it just sort of explodes in your mouth and it gives you that, the, that flavor that you were probably not expecting. Yeah, totally. It's, it's this dynamic, uh, <clears throat> I don't even know how to call it. It's like you're eating trail mix with you're eating trail mix with mole and then there's this really soft the, the, the juicy mexican duck. trail mix the mexican trail mix <laughs> it's uh I, I have to say i think they're holding out at las loteria to be honest uh, maybe maybe a word about this amazing stew um that we tried as well yes uh this this was unbelievable um tomatillo yeah. i think was featured inside of the sauce and yeah. There was a masa ball, not to be confused <laughs> with a matzo ball. Correct, correct. Uh, man, this was unbelievable. Yes, that was um, that is one of the dishes that uh, chef originally had in his uh, in, in the location. Uh, being, uh, it, it's called uh, sopa uh, carne en su jugo, meaning a beef in its juice, right? Mm -hmm. So sort of think of a a, uh, a slow cooker. In a smaller version, right? Okay. Um, I'm thinking about we it. We do I'm a uh, yes. <laughs> so we do. Uh, the process is to double uh, to double uh, boil uh, in a uh, like a jus almost. Uh, yes, but uh, more of a um, um, so we we, do, we double boil it in a uh, mason jar so that all of the flavors are maintained in there nothing evaporates all of the flavors that are in in that uh say stew okay is definitely marinates over inside right. of the mason jar correct okay so when we present it to you on the table we only present uh the dish on the side with ingredients that would be added on uh, in this case we placed uh, we place all of these ingredients on the plate and then we, we when it comes to your table we pour it over so that you can, uh, all of the flavors are still in there. Absolutely. Until it uh, leaves the uh, mason jar, that's when you actually get to smell all of the aromas, get all of the, 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 
the ingredients that are in there and it definitely it's definitely a pleasant uh, thing to, oh, to have. Amazing. I've seen uh, some people going pass and, out. And, oh. <laughs> you've, seen, you've seen some people pass so out. From they this they thing. go and oh, I mean, I think that the flavors are definitely represented in, in a way that that otherwise you would have to make it in a larger pot, say. Absolutely, I, you, I can I can say it's something you would you would never i've never seen it uh having worked in a mexican restaurant and eaten at a lot of them in yeah. mexico not in mexico i i've never seen a dish that looked uh, it looked somehow like uh yeah i mean similar to some type of japanese noodle dish in a certain way with hot broth it really was a very interesting take something yeah. i literally had never seen okay. in any mexican restaurant yeah and i think it also really highlights the this idea again of the blue and the white absolutely masa yeah the, the masa together. definitely is in there uh, we add some serra some uh, some serrano some uh, spring onions cilantro some uh, beans uh, and yes the masa is still represented there uh, it's it, it's corn is life uh, it was it was amazing man it, it, uh, almost uh, you want to eat it as slow as possible and you definitely you to enjoy it. you have to give some to your neighbor or yes. else they're gonna kill you and and take your soup <laughs> Well, part of part of this loteria is, you know, to get away from the fast food, to get away from the city uh, speed, from the, the, the always going and not relaxing. So what we want to create here is to slow come down, in, slow down, take your time, take a breath. But and not too deep enjoy. of a breath if it's spicy. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and you know, just come in and enjoy yourselves. I think uh, when we when we create when Slotteria was reopening, with the, the the mindset that we wanted to have is to come in and enjoy something that will fulfill your soul. Absolutely, and it comes through. It, it truly <laughs> comes through in. I think in the staff that you have here, I mean, I, I don't want to advertise for the best seat in the place, but you know, the, the two seats here to my right, uh, you just get a sense that the customers feel like familia. They're See. really close, intimate, everyone's relaxing, everyone's truly enjoying themselves. Yeah. Um, I, I have to admit, I think part of that is Carol Gardens. Yes. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're a charm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. It, it's, it's special, but the, but the staff is happy to be here. The, the chefs, I was taking photographs, they're happy to be here. They're, yes. making, they're making real Mexican food. Absolutely. Um, and, and I think that, you know, kind of to your point, uh, elevating the idea of what Mexican cuisine can be and I think you, you've grown a big audience around yes. uh, around this idea so you got to keep that up thank you yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll we'll try <laughs> um, so switching gears again I I already know this we're here on uh, on Javier's day off so uh, of which you get one a week <laughs> yes. uh, or, or there's one closed day for Las Loteria a week which, which is, is Monday Monday yes. right um, however if there were more hours in a day, and if you had more time, which yeah. you don't, what would Javier be doing aside from working at Las Loteria or thinking about Las Loteria? <laughs> what would I be doing? What would you be doing? Anything, anything. You could be a, a Broadway dancer. You could be rapping in bed style. I, 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 I really can't see myself out of this uh, journey. I think that hospitality has definitely taken over. Um, in a good way, in a good sense, uh, my life. Um, what would I be doing? 
personally, I would just be relaxing and enjoying my life with, with my wife and my family. Um, other than this, uh, I can't think of maybe going into a vineyard somewhere uh, in, in Italy or France um, or California. Uh, but those would be probably the only thing that I can think of, of doing, but still has something to do with the hospitality, hospitality you know. food and beverage, yes. feeding or helping people consume Correct. delicious things. Yes. I think those are the things that will always be there, you know. Good for you. Yes. Thank Good you. for you. Yeah. I, I, I think um, the what I was interested in is kind of maybe your spare time. What yeah. are you doing? But it sounds like you're thinking about hospitality. Uh, yes. Which I, is, I don't. Yeah. I mean, going to museums are always uh, something that I try to do as often as I can. Uh, so many in, in the city uh, and very little time, like you mentioned. Um, definitely love going to uh, the, the, the Bronx Zoo. It has a lot to, 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 to give. Uh, the Brooklyn Museum has a lot to offer. Um, uh, the Whitney Museum, I think that those are one the of my favorites. That, uh, having a stroll maybe on, the, on a Tribeca or Soho in, in a snowy night. With, with my cue wife the, would be, cue would be something. Snow. Yes. It's coming soon, exactly. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. It's coming soon. <laughs> I, lo I, love, I, love the weather. I love the winter weather. Um, one of the things that I, that I always say is that we enjoy, New Yorkers enjoy, I'm a New Yorker, we enjoy the summer, but why not enjoy the winter as well? Good we attitude. Live, we live in the city that has multiple seasons. seasons you can't hide in the winter time. We're not bears. <laughs> well, some of us. How, how does, so speaking, of, uh, speaking of enjoying, how does business vary for you guys? I mean, is there just a year-round demand for the, the, the Mexican cuisine? Or would you say that summertime typically more so because of the, oh, let me grab a taco and a margarita yeah. idea? Or does the winter time maybe serve for an opportunity for you guys to express a little yes. bit more breadth of, uh, of capabilities in the kitchen. I, I think the, um, well, with the, with the backyard, with us having the, the patio uh, is definitely a, uh, a larger, it's double the size, it doubles in size in the summertime. So that gives us, uh, you know, being al fresco and not being on the front uh, where cars are passing by and sometimes you have some orders that you might not want to be eating around yourselves. Sure. Um, having our garden is definitely a uh, another another thing that, that that spikes up on 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 the summertime. We definitely are busier. So it easily um, it just doubles your seating exactly. capacity, which naturally doubles the or it, it at least it increases the amount of people you can serve. Exactly. Okay. And uh, but the summertime, the winter time, definitely gives us the uh, the opportunity to rip uh, to uh, say. Um, present or uh, display more dishes that are out there that we have um, and it gives us a sense of warmth you know the idea of having a patio and having the indoors uh, the indoors is more of a sort of a warm feel comfort comfort relaxed cozy exactly. i think is the northern word yes. that everybody uses we in the right. south we don't know what cozy is yeah, okay. we say comfy which comfy. is we say okay, comfy yes. we say comfy we don't know uh okay. comodo com com comodo 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 sí. okay yes uh, i think that those are the two uh, the idea is uh at least from my perspective is um 
day and night. So the day time would be outside. Outside. The night time would be in here, uh, in our dining room. Uh, but that's uh, yeah. I think that, that those two play uh, very uh, different roles. Um, and we can, it gives us the opportunity to try different dishes. Uh, we are not a seasonal uh, restaurant, but okay. we definitely try to incorporate um, dishes that will move around into the, the special, different environments. The environments. Uh, just like you mentioned, off the menu items. And oh. those are the ones that we definitely want to try to play a little bit more. With. Yes, it gives us a, another window. Now, it, it, you know, this is a future looking thing because I'm not coming in the winter when, when the outside is closed. But yes. in the summer, I'm going to do like 12 to 4 outside. And then See. I'm going to transition to inside and yes. and I'll and be the official taste tester yes. for how much variation there is. Of course. Okay. Yes, yes. Powered powered by <laughs> mezcal. See. Si. <laughs> okay. Siempre. Okay. So so I think in the restaurant industry, right? You you know the term 86th. See. Si. You know the phrase, right? 86. So it means we're out of something. Correct. Right? Um, it's it's hard to admit when something goes wrong. Correct. But classically, things go wrong. Yes. I, I think something that, you know, listeners or, or interested diners or foodies, as they're called, would love to know is what's something that you, in the time that you've reopened La Solteria, what's something that you had to 86 yourself that could be food-wise, that could be business practice-wise? Okay. Because you said this just isn't working. Right. And we have to own it. Right. And we have to admit it. And right. we have to cut it and move on. So not an 86 in the classical sense, oh, sh we're out of cilantro, right. but this is done, 86. Right. Um, I would have to say the negative attitude. I love it. <laughs> well, I, I, I hate the negative attitude. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, with, with things happening, and as you say, uh, as you mentioned, things always go wrong. Things are always prone to be wrong, right? There, there are things that can uh, go wrong. Um, what are the best, what is, uh, how do you take that? The best way of taking that is just brush it off your shoulders. Positivity. Keep going forward and be positive about the thing. You always have something that happens. Take the good part or that you learn from that. Don't make that same mistake. Amazing, amazing. No, I, I think that's, uh, you, I couldn't have planned that. Um, perfect, re perfect response, uncoached, uh, really, uh, true, truly genuine. If you guys had the chance to, to know Javier a little bit more, I've had a number of conversations with you and I can truly say you, without having known the answer to that question, you embody such a positivity. Yeah. Um, thank you. And, and I, I genuinely believe that every staff member I've come across, they embody that positivity too. Good. Um, but I, I, I think you know, not just in the restaurant industry, but in many other industries, of course, ones that have a strong yes. customer service focus, um, finding a way to get not only you through your leadership, but your team yes. to buy into the idea that just having a big attitude and a positive attitude makes such a m massive difference yes. for your customers, for the food that you prepare, for the way they enjoy. Yeah. Um, it's super awesome, man. Thank super you. Super awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so as we wrap up, I'd love to ask you, um, yes. we, we typically say, what's your favorite way to end a shift, right? So in the closing time segment, we, we love to say it could be a high five, 
yep. a customer a customer gives you a hug, which was uh, Scott Hawley from yeah. Otis's response. He, okay. he said he loves hugs. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll let Javier speak for himself here. Yeah. But uh, you know, he said there, there's a specific way that uh, that he likes to end a shift, and I'd love to know if. Maybe there's a specific salutation that a customer might give or a, a thing you like to do for a yep. customer to really send them off on, on the best journey that they could have after leaving your place. I think uh, gratitude is the, is the word that I would use, um, is being grateful for all the guests that come in and gives us a, uh, the chance to, uh, for us to, 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 for them to try our food. Um, but the, the last thing that I always say is thank you and it goes with all the staff members is that we need to be grateful for every single uh, patron that comes in. Uh, every single patron that comes in helps us uh, better ourselves and it, it definitely uh, a goodbye or an adios or hasta luego would always be the last uh, thing that you would hear uh, for a guest. Amazing. I, I, I think if, if all of us could end every meal with a little more gratitude, See. we'd be better people. I think so, yes. Well, we'd yes. be better people. Gratitude and a really loud horn yes, from a car. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> right? Absolutely. They, they agreed. Yeah. Um, I think, and then at the end of the shift, uh, with uh, the staff, uh, we either, uh, we always thank each other for, for the shift that we had, uh, whether it was a rough one or, a, or an easy, a smooth one. Um, we finish it off. Uh, you know, we, we try not to say drink, but we do have a drink sometimes, uh, maybe on the, on the busier nights when we are a little bit, uh, you know, needing to are, calm down yeah, a little bit. Uh, we definitely have, uh, you know, a beer for the, for the kitchen, maybe a glass of wine, something that, that will just ease us off through the end of the night and just, uh, uh, Head home. If, if anyone's not familiar with the concept of a shift beer, correct? They they haven't worked in the restaurant industry. Uh, exactly. Yes. <laughs> the shift beer is mandatory. It's mandatory. Uh, there's so many places that uh, you know. It, if it, whether it's at the place of work or after work at another place yes. to support the locals. Absolutely. Yes. So so with that idea in mind, and I truly didn't know that he was going to say that. Although I was hoping we'd get to sample some of this stuff. Yes. Uh, for for taking part in the show and for uh, for sharing a little bit about your background, for sharing a little bit about La Slotaria, uh, which is an amazing place. I, I'd love to share maybe a, a, a shift beer with you, or in this case, a shift shot, a shift of, shot yes. uh, of one of these fine drinks yes. that you have on hand. Maybe uh, you gave a really awesome story about this that thing. Is, yes, this is a, a Raicilla. Um, it, uh, I came across uh, a few years back um, and I, I really enjoyed this um, Raicilla and I knew nothing about it until I read a little bit of and obviously our reps are uh, very informal. Uh, they have a lot of information, I meant to say. Yeah. Informed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're informed. very in, they're, they're well Also informed. potentially informal, but in an yes. informed way. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's uh, something that was, that has been, it's a mezcal that has been made for say over 400 years now. Yeah. And um, it, uh, when, uh, in Jalisco, when they were, when I guess the, uh, the tax levies that were being Put on for mezcal by the uh, by the Spanish right by the Spaniard by the Spanish crown, um, they uh, named it raicilla instead of mezcal. of mezcal. And the reason being to not pay taxes. 
I, but I not not that I don't pay my taxes. I, we do pay our taxes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but but the idea that they just named it something yes. different and they had to legally prove that it was something other than mascal, correct? So that they didn't have to pay the same tax rate on this particular drink, which exactly. is pronounced one more time. Raicilla. Raicilla. See, si, with the R. I, hey, listen. It's guys. a capital R. He's he's helping <laughs> me kidding. practice. He's helping me practice. So if I may, I'd love oh, to please, pour please. you a little taste. Not that he hasn't tasted it before. We do a baby one of yes. this because it's meant to be sipped. See, si. yeah, and never not shot. Never, never shot. shot, please. So, I think again uh, with the with with our uh, uh, with our verses is enjoy it, relax it, relax and enjoy. You can't shoot it and enjoy it. Perfect right? point. So it, it only fits into Las Lotarias mantras. Yes, you have to enjoy everything that you that you uh, that you do and that you drink and you eat. Excellent. So in that case, I, I'd love for you to maybe teach us a cheers, uh, and then we have a celebratory uh, a celebratory sip in honor of you. Um, well, to everyone, uh, thank you for giving us the opportunity to be part of the uh, of the show. Um, Again, we always want to be part of some of uh, collaboration of ideas, of things that can uh, help us all as a community be uh, aware of others. I think uh, word of mouth is always a good thing for us. I agree. And again, <laughs> uh, being uh, grateful for all the things and that, that, that happened to us. They are all for a good cause. It's never a bad thing. Hey, man, I, I, I would like to say to gratitude. See, si. hey, salud, salud. <laughs>